Listener Production. Nellie Robinson came from England to Australia in 2010 with a vision of working in some of the country's best restaurants. But when he arrived, he saw a gap in the dining market for a true experience of storytelling through food. So seven years ago, he started Nell's with only $2 left in the bank account, bringing storytelling into his dining experience with a theme menu changing every 10 weeks and covering themes from Disney to Australian to British and, to be quite honest, anything else that he might imagine. But most importantly, bringing his local community far more than a menu. Nell, thanks for joining me. You know, I was having a look at your website and interestingly, it says the only thing you have to do when you go to Nell's is think about what you're going to drink. We look after everything else. Is that right? I was brought up in Blackburn in in the UK and and we weren't brought up with a lot. And I always felt special when people looked after me. And I thought in my restaurant experience, I needed to do that as well. So that's why we do a degustation is that we look after the menu we look after your, you know, matching wines if you want to go with it. The only thing you have to look after yourself is if you want still or sparkling water. We really just love to put an arm around people and make sure that they are feeling like they are in the front room at home eating an amazing dining experience. Does it put a lot of pressure on you as a chef? Because it's much easier to write a menu and let everybody choose themselves, isn't it? No, I like it. <laughs> I, I, I love the challenge of memory and I use that in my cooking is memory everybody has and and you've got to use that to your advantage and I think Heston used it very well in the old days but the way we do it is is an actual theme menu and with that theme you can play so much with it and I just get really excited when it's that time of the year to start planning that next menu. So for example you know what are the most you know when you're from a customer's perspective you know and, and you look back on the theme menus that you've done what have been the most successful what are the most connected that people have been? By far Gary the Disney menus the once upon a time menus people got absolutely mental for it and I did it firstly he's coming out of the office to my head chef just looked at him and I said why don't we do a, a menu designed around themes and scenes and, and characters from Disney and he looked at me he says are you crazy you you know and I went no I said people from the age of 14 all the way through to 70 80 years of age have all watched a Disney film and we've all done it with our children and, and our friends and I said right let's do that and we turned this magical menu into you know that scene from Cinderella with with the pumpkin so goes into the cart and she goes to the ball. And then we've done it with, got our grower to make really small pumpkins. And we've got the large pumpkin, hollowed it out, filled it with pumpkin seeds, filled the small pumpkin with the pumpkin ravioli from the insides. And then we've filled it with smoke, put the lid back on and took it to the table like that. And then at the table, biddy-dee-boo, as they say, it came out and away you went. And everybody just went mental for it. And I said to myself, you know what? there is something here that people do love memory and and we take that. But even for the Australian menus and the British menus, we have memories of growing up. You know, in the UK, you know, we have, you know, bangers and mash and, and you know, bubble and squeak and things. But if we can turn that and tweak that into our style of food, people do. We've had people cry in the restaurant because of memory. Yeah. I Well, I can, I can say myself when I first, and I've actually... Now I think about it, I've only eaten there once, but I ate at the Fat Duck. And, and the reason I haven't eaten there again, and remember Heston saying to me, why haven't you, is I said, I think it will spoil, ter- felt terrible saying it, spoil the experience that I had, which was a unique once in a lifetime. And I had tears in my eyes over one particular dish that kind of for some reason just caught me and took me straight into that experience. And I felt really strange, I felt really exposed. I've, and it's never happened since. Mm. And actually Heston got a tear in his eye because I told him that. Yeah. 
It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, we had a lady in whose father unfortunately passed away, but his favourite dessert was lamington. And we changed a lamington into a Illawarra plum dessert with the coconut and the chocolate. And she was in tears. And I went over and I said, are you all right? And she goes, my father would have loved this. And and that was it straight away. And that, to me, that was better than anything I've ever done because, you know, you're bringing people's memory of people or, or memories of growing up and putting it on a dish for them. And that's that's what makes me so happy. How do, how do you find the challenge of constantly then creating new ideas and new experiences? Because you've then got an additional pressure of not just coming up with a delicious dish, but there's got to be a complete story behind it. Yeah. So how do you tackle that? We tackle it in, for instance, like the, the land and sea menu we did. I've My wife's from... Uh, New Zealand and we were sat on a beach in New Zealand we'd just been fishing and we came out and we started cooking on the beach and then I said to myself wouldn't it be funny if we did a charcoal dish because I saw the embers come down so what we did was we got charcoal in a box lit it on fire at the table but in there was actual charcoal pork and we did it as an Asian dish with a goma hollandaise and that was all from memory of just me sitting on a beach so I'm using day-to-day memories to turn that into food as well but also asking other people it's not just about myself I asked my staff members, I even asked my customers, you know, on Instagram, guys, is there a memory that you guys remember that we can create for you? And again, it's not all about Nelly Robinson. It's all about whoever is involved in that restaurant. And it's the teams that we've had over the years. And as you know, Gary, it doesn't take one to two years to establish as a restaurant. You have to work hard at it all the time to make sure you've got it. And we're seven years in, and now we're just about to do a refurb of the restaurant to get it to where I've always wanted it to be. So we've created tables with drawers in them, so it's a magical drawer that opens with all the cutlery, the napkins, the the menus. But we're adding things all the time to make that experience more more memorable. When you first started out in the restaurant and talking about community, because you know when you look at a restaurant, it is, isn't it? Not only your staff, but your customers are a snapshot of that community, right? Massive. When you started out, can you think of a moment where you thought, I might have got this wrong, that this is not what my locals want? or not what the customer wants? Yes and no. I think the first two years was very hard because as you just explained, you know, I've, I had $2 left in my account and if nobody turned up, I wouldn't be here sat here talking to you now. And I think we had to really work hard at first of all, getting us out there. We were actually fighting from minute one to try and get people in. Once people started coming in and seeing what we did, I think the quirkiness, you know, we do a, a Thai green curry dish that's done in a test tube and, and a little ball on the side. And you eat the ball of prawn and eat and have the coconut water. It turns it into Thai green curry in your mouth. But once people started seeing the differences of presentation and flavors, people were like, oh, this is different. And then when we started the themes after probably about three years, which I've always wanted to do, I couldn't do it earlier because of that reason, that's when people started getting to know what we did. Mm. And how did you cope um, during the lockdowns in Sydney? The lockdown was was good this time. The second time was good. The first time was horrible because we didn't get any support from the government. So I paid my staff full-timers through. I had to let 16 staff go on that first one, which was horrendous. But I paid the full-timers through that COVID. And then the second one, we got government support this time. So we put everybody onto the weekly amount and I just supported them if they needed some food or some wine or, you know, we did a quiz every week just to keep everybody, you know, brains ticking a little bit. We did a lot of training during that time as well because we've got the new Once Upon a Time menu coming on in January and then the Christmas menu coming on, which is always big as well. So we did a lot of testing and, and trading. But uh, luckily for me, Harry, I had my little girl in uh, April and she was at a point where, you know, two and a half months when we got locked down. And now she's seven months and I've managed to see my little girl grow up, which is very rare in our industry. So it was very special to be there at home with her. Have you have you noticed that? Have you connected with the community more um, 
during the lockdown? Yeah, you could see that when we opened the bookings up straight away. We, we sold out. We brought some of the best dishes from Nell over the years. So we got the customers to vote for it. We put it on from, from them votes and we sold out in one day of the five weeks it's on. So we're, we're already full with that. So people that are our locals always love to come back to the new menus. And because we're such a small restaurant, you know, if if Darian walks down the stairs, our restaurant manager knows his favourite champagne, knows what he likes to drink and knows how much they can push the boundaries with him to say, let's make this experience 100% amazing for you. And I think, you know, people like that have been 11, 12, 13, 14 times for us, you know, and seeing that you have a relationship with your customer as well as your staff, which is very important. But, you know, we're all in it together and, and everybody's suffered and that's what's been this. It's not just restaurants that have suffered, it's everyone. And I remember that and I tell that to my staff. The person that's walking down the stairs that are dining here tonight have also gone through what you've gone through. And you've got to remember that. So treat them with respect as much as you want that from them. And and everybody gets on. That's a beautiful sentiment because it's absolutely true. I think I was in the park the other day and somebody came in. I was walking the dog and they were really angry. And somebody was close by and said, what was that all about? And I said, you know what I've learned during this COVID? Who knows what kind of morning she's had? It could have been mm. awful. Give us, give her a break. Give us some yep. space to breathe. Yeah, exactly. And I think social media is one of the worst things that we've ever invented because of that and, and negativity. But as a, as a restaurant and as a community, we can bring that love because the new restaurant with the drawers, we're going to encourage people to put the phones in them drawers and forget about the mobile for two and a half hours and talk to that person that you've come to dine with. Yeah. You know, get off them mobiles. Let's just talk to each other like the old days, you yeah. know, so. Embrace the experience. Yes, exactly. So last question, last cab off the rank is, uh, what are you planning? What's the, the continuation of the story for Nels? So our story, Christmas menu, and then the new Once Upon a Time menu, just in talks to do a Broadway menu, with, which will be unbelievable as well. But then also taking Nell abroad. So we're going to move it over to Auckland um, as well. So we're going to run two simultaneously. And we're just going to have fun. I just want to make sure my staff are happy, the customers are happy, and we continue to grow and, and enjoy. And, and, you know, bums on seats is the best thing you can do as a restaurant. So we, we continue to do that. Beautiful stuff. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Listener.